0: The show you didn't know you'd been waiting for is here. It's Trend Lightly, the show that makes sense of the internet so you don't have to. I'm Brian Beckner.
2: I'm Molly McAleer. Dude, I'm so pumped we're doing this.
0: Uh, This is so exciting. We've been talking about this forever. We've been on each other's shows back and forth. There's a a natural synergy here. We had to do a show together. I'm super pumped about it. Let's get into it.
2: Can we tell them though that our first episode we picked this date with great intention because we wanted to launch for really the Logan point. Paul yeah. Floyd Mayweather fight and really that didn't point. happen but then the universe graced us with so much good internet i feel like the stars are really aligned so there, yes
0: there there is we we wanted to launch we wanted to cover that fight we wanted to just be wall to wall because it's just such a fascinating idea that this the youtuber's going to fight a Undefeated world champion. It's not happening. Maybe it'll happen again in the future, but it's there's just an endless amount of internet minutiae to discuss.
2: Okay, so let's start with our common enemy who I didn't realize was a common enemy until today. This is Justin Timberlake.
0: Yeah, I I didn't know that we shared this bond. Because you and I, we don't agree on everything. But this is something that we're very simpatico about. Justin Timberlake, who was in the news this week because of the Britney doc, right?
2: Yep, he was. He finally apologized. He also had a movie come out, I think, two weeks ago. You're kidding So, yeah, not the best timing for him. I would love to think, because there's rumors that Britney was partially behind the documentary, that they had her blessing to go ahead and make it. Project Rose theories, we'll get into that another time. I feel like there's a whole episode in there. But he was really getting a lot of heat. He was sort of, you know, one of the main subjects, one of the main people outside of, of course, Miss Spears, the people that caused the most problems for her. And you know what? Those of us who knew already knew, but this documentary, I think, really brought it home for a lot of people. I was surprised how many people didn't know that Diane Sawyer on my shit list, that Justin Timberlake on my shit list, um, Jamie Spears absolute monster, Felicia her former assistant, an angel sent from totally. God. Yeah, but I, Justin apologized.
0: Yeah, I um, wasn't really aware. Like, of course, I know casually like most people what's been going on with britney she's under conservatorship but i didn't really get the justin aspect of it until i saw you know i Obviously I thought he was a douche and an overactor and a ham and just really the worst in every way and it always drove me crazy when people liked him or when he when he popped up on Saturday night live but it wasn't until I saw the Britney doc that I I got really the behind the scenes of what uh, what a monster he was to her specifically in their during their relationship and and after.
2: Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's kind of against history in some ways. Like it's very rare that there's a breakup and everyone hates the woman publicly.
0: Yeah. But
2: he he won big in terms of that. I mean, he went on the radio and said that he took her virginity for what, 30 spins? Like really, honestly, so low. And of course we all know what he did to Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl, and she's been incredibly gracious. She made a gracious statement on Oprah Back in um, 2002 or something, maybe. And she was very gracious and said that she forgives him, but there's something there for her. She felt like things were handled in a way that she doesn't feel like he was the friend that he was. So we oh. know what he did to Brittany and we oh, know yeah. what he did to Janet. I,
0: ha- I have the clip. Do Do you want to play it? Because cause you can really get the sense that there's a lot that Janet Jackson wants to say, but she's extremely diplomatic in her comments to Oprah.
1: You know, with the project coming out and, and I had said actually before I sat down to to uh, record the apology that I had said to them. W- w- what are you apologizing for? Yeah, why, why am I apologizing for an accident? Well, you did why? say in the apology, you apologize for anybody who might've been offended right and and they wanted me to say that so Uh so i did they thought it was best that i do so i did do you think in any way that uh justin timberlake left you hanging out there (laughs) Mm. i am speaking to miss jackson (laughs) do you well uh, all the emphasis was put on me Mm -hmm. not on justin and uh Just Justin, we were friends. Mm-hmm. And were. That we, we aren't now. We haven't spoken, but but uh, I consider him a friend. And That's
2: someone who's been working young, since she was eight.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely.
2: Justin Timberlake Absolutely. recently talked about the incident. Did you know that?
1: I, I heard. Okay.
2: On MTV. And this is some of what he said. He said,
1: if you consider it 50-50, meaning I think that both of you are up there on the stage doing this then I probably got 10% of the blame. I think America is harsher on women, he said, and I think America is unfairly harsh on ethnic people. Ethnic. Right.
0: Do uh,
2: Do you think people were too hard on
0: you? I mean, it's a very 2006 statement.
2: Oh, it's so 2006. I mean, I'm ethnic, I'm Irish. I'm a proud right, Irish-American right. bitch, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. But this um, was definitely a time where people were afraid to say black. He definitely was yes. afraid of getting canceled for that. And let's face it, had he used those words at the time, not only would that have been considered severe by some people, but probably would have been misinterpreted as racism if he had just said it head on. So... Uh, it, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, listen... <laughs> The PR machine is very real. I cannot believe how much this ramen-headed loser has benefited from it, but should we get into the actual apology itself?
0: Um. Yeah, let's talk All about right.
2: it. All right. So he writes, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right i understand that i felt i fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism i specifically want to apologize to brittany spears and janet jackson both individually because i care for and respect these women and i know i failed I also feel compelled to respond, in part, because everyone involved deserves better, and more importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. I'm going on to slide two now. This is a two-slider.
0: Ooh, big time.
2: The, Nobody
0: the goes indes- to slide two anyway, but it's no. he's got too many. It's like having a two-page resume. You're not supposed to. You know to. what?
2: Dude, that is a fucking amazing point. Like, what if the apology ended here for half of America?
0: Oh, it did, and
2: 100% it did. Right.
0: There's no, I don't even notice when there's a second slide. Like, who, right. <laughs> who knows about a second slide? I didn't even know you could have multiple slides. I've certainly never done a multiple slide post. This is oh, insane. you've never done a
2: carousel, I believe it's called, in the industry? Listen, so there used to be a glitch on Instagram where... Anytime you'd be scrolling through your timeline, it was typically the second picture for some reason that would come up first. So the idea that someone could have just been sliding into page two as well is Amazing. is uh, interesting. And there's a caption, of course, but he writes, yes. the industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. It's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do, wanna, I do not ever want to benefit from others being pulled down again. I have not been perfect in navigating all of this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step, and it doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this, as well as be a part of a world that uplifts and supports. I care deeply about the well-being of people I love and have loved. I can do better, and I will do better. And then he has a little caption here, (laughs) which... (laughs) Oh, wait, no, he doesn't have a caption. This is just a long comment from an avid fan. Never (sighs) mind. Oh, my mom liked it. I guess I'm (laughs) logged in on my computer. Oh, Shauna. It's funny because I wrote on my alt account, pay her legal bills, hag. That's what I wrote on on my alt account. You know, Shauna and I have wildly different tastes on Instagram. But yeah, I mean, what do you think of the apology?
0: It's problematic in several ways. Some more noticeable and some more subtle. First of all, the timing. Right. He's he's been outed as at the very least a fucking asshole. And that. so now he's apologizing. Were he really that sorry, he wouldn't have seen the error of his ways today. He would have seen the error of his ways 10 years ago, and he would have ap- apologized unprompted and privately. That's first of all. Secondly, the wording of this of this apology, he's, he's not really taking ownership. He's, there's a lot of passive voice in here. There's a lot of the industry is flawed. I, 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 he makes it seem like he was just a cog in this thing and it wasn't really his actions. He was, he was part of a bigger machine and he acted the way a lot of people in that machine act. And that is not taking ownership of, of your behavior that is that is passing the blame thirdly the only
2: thing yes. Oh, sorry go ahead
0: well I was I was just gonna say uh, now that he's apologized for this I need him to also apologize for planning and designing and performing at his own wedding
2: right <laughs> right I mean for, listen for
0: being the bride at his own wedding when am I gonna get an apology for that because that is insane behavior and it's all you need to know about this guy
2: so this is where this comes in for me, like the whole Jessica Biel of it all, because she is oh, yeah. great, you know? I really have yes. no problem with her. She is allegedly an anti-vaxxer. That's also probably from an unsubstantiated rumor on a gossip blog, so don't roll with that.
0: Yeah, I, but- think, I think she made some sort of low-key, like quasi-anti-vax comments that she probably said offhand, and then they came, they came, the people came for her and she backed off of them, is how I remember it.
2: OK, so that did go wide because like yeah. I definitely <laughs> if I ever repeat something on here and it sounds like it came from Lipstick Alley, it probably did. <laughs> but um, OK, so a great example of when I knew things were, you know, it's hairy at home. There's this Oscars 2017 that was a big year for them because she was nominated for an Emmy, which is Let's all admit it. Fucking shocking. She was fantastic in the center. That was really, the, really that was great.
0: USA show.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I she was, it. she was great. I watched it over quarantine. Yeah, Justin Timberlake was also nominated for an Oscar for "Can't Stop the Feeling" from the Trolls movie. Disgusting. Which <laughs> disgusting. How could you live with yourself? I mean, I know the answer is money, but like the angsty creative artist that lives somewhere inside of me is like the trolls movie.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like it's like the emoji movie of
2: movies. Right. And I yeah. know Trolls is huge. Listen, I, I, there's probably someone out there with a three-year-old that's like, yeah, you're telling me. But listen, I really do feel for you guys. The Trolls movie is unbelievable. I can't believe that exists. I can't believe it's so successful. Like, congratulations to them for reviving that franchise, by the way.
0: Yeah, no, it's crazy. It, 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 congratulations to them for making a movie franchise out of a thing that I literally was just thought girls put on the end of their pencil when I was in middle school.
2: That's what it is. I mean, they absolutely created a world out of a, what I would assume is a dead piece of IP. Like if someone said to me, what's going on with trolls? I'd be like, I don't know. Are you like, is this like a test or something? I have no idea. But so, you know, congratulations to people for being creative and managing to breathe life back into that world absolutely but i have a photo here i i i sent sorry but i have a photo here that i sent to you of justin and jessica on the red carpet it's right before the oscars and she's having her dress shot like this is a big night yes of course he is the one nominated at the oscars but she's also having a i would say unexpected moment in the sun yeah And she looks beautiful in her dress. And who is behind her? But Justin Timberlake sort of like squatting doing a light squat. This is like a squat I would recommend to maybe an oxygenarian if who's like how yes, do I work yes, out? I'm like yes. you just do like a light squat, keep yeah. your knees going. It's doing- like that one you
0: do against the wall where you do like you put your back against the wall and you kind of just slide your butt down the wall a little bit so your your legs are like not quite at a 45 degree angle. That's that's the position he's in.
2: Exactly. And then he's doing a Half-hearted jazz hands.
0: It's jazz hands. That's exactly what it is.
2: And listen, I understand the press eats this shit up. This is yeah. probably a great red carpet moment. Lol. Everyone yeah. loved it. I look at that and I say, oh, her life must be a living hell.
0: No, this is, this. it's amazing that you sent this picture because this photograph, Molly, is a metaphor for their entire relationship. She's, she is on a a professional high. She looks amazing. She's in like this gold kind of shimmery tight dress. You can tell she's been doing a lot of Pilates to look incredible that night. She's got a beautiful figure and she's, she's standing in the position that they stand in to look their best when they're having their picture taken and he's behind her ruining her picture for fucking People magazine. Like this picture is trash now because like everything else in their relationship, like their wedding, it's all about him. Everything is all about him. And I I saw that from the jump with this guy and it's driven me crazy that people like him. I've never understood it.
2: And I mean, listen, oh, I totally had a thought and I just lost it. It's because
0: I talk too much. Was it? No,
2: you were saying something about... Uh, Metaphor for her career. Anyway, I'll just his move on.
0: Metaphor for their entire relationship. The way he's upstaging her when she's she's looking her best, she's on a professional high. He's gotta get, he's gotta steal the moment because he can't not shove his stupid mug in a camera whenever there's one around. I'll take it a step further. My beloved Dodgers are playing in the world series. Not this most recent one. Cause that was affected by COVID, but previously they were in the world series and this dumb shit is sitting in the fucking front row in a Dodger hat. My man, you're from Memphis.
2: He's I'm a Dodger too, fan. Yeah, no,
1: he's he, he, too he, he massive.
2: Yep. He, sh- mm-hmm. he shows up because he wants
0: to get on fucking TV and no one is ever going to convince me otherwise.
2: No, we've let him get away with way too much. That it's is, true. one thing is very clear is that this man has gotten away with murder. He wasn't even the most talented in sync, right? No, of course but not. But jo- Joey Fatone was the,
0: was the real guy there.
2: No, JC had the best oh, voice. JC but Chazette. Joey Fatone is uh, really adorable. He was, I enjoyed him so much on The Masked Singer. I feel like he... Just, what a sweetie. I got such good uncle vibes from him. Totally. Okay.
0: Gunkle vibes.
2: But one good thing came out of this for me personally this week, which is Tell that me. I got a Peloton. <sighs> you know, the expensive bike that you put in a room in your house and yes. hopefully you use it.
0: Hang your laundry on. No, because you develop the... No, the thing about Peloton you is just you develop said a relationship. Ryan, you
2: just said something. That is what? why I've never bought exercise equipment, why yeah. I've never invested in it. It's because yeah. it is a clothing rack. There are yeah. so many sad treadmills that have retired to the yes, basement, and true. the owners don't even look at it because it is covered in winter sweaters and stray jackets yes. and things that don't fit anymore. So. I never wanted to be that person collecting dust, but. I found a clip on Twitter this week that I sent to you and there's a instructor there named Cody Rigsby and he and I are very much spiritually aligned, I feel, and I'm taking his class as soon as my Peloton comes and I hope he gets some sort of bonus. I will ride for him for that. I really will. Like, I'll write in and I'll say, let's get one thing straight, honey. You're taking a lot of my money for Cody,
0: yeah, let's, well, let's, that's
2: a star employee.
0: Yeah, let's let's meet Cody, shall we?
2: Yeah. Now I will
1: also be commenting on a, a certain individual, a certain ex-boyfriend.
0: Let's hold on. I just I just need to set the stage here because it, I, I assume a lot of people have seen this video. He's in the process of teaching a cycling class. He's teaching a spin class. He's he's talking to the camera, and he's. Ta- I assume there's people in the room. There's people behind him. Or no, that's a mirror behind him. But I think he's, it's
2: like shadows now. They do like a f- like a fake out audience or something right. in the Peloton yes. world now. But but typically in New York when the world's yeah.
0: Right. He's riding a bike and he's teaching a class and he's got this. He's got the floor.
1: That was yep. in this documentary. I won't be naming names, but I have also been telling you
0: that he's trash. I've also been telling you that he
2: wasn't the most talented uh, person in his fans and um so, sir sir you are not gonna come up
1: into my feed with a phone note apple phone notes apology and it on instagram 20 mm. years late
2: no sir you ain't gonna do my girls like that girls, girls like that.
0: that's right do better, do better. I love it. And I'll I'll say this. I, I love that he's speaking from the heart. I think this is amazing. And I want to see more of this from Peloton instructors. Like I want I want them to use their platform. You don't think of it how how watched these people are. This man has an audience. He has a he's mm-hmm. got a bigger audience than the Tonight Show. He's got a right. he's got a bigger audience than Tucker Carlson, like this guy is known to a lot of people and he's using his platform for good. I also love Cody Rigsby. I don't want to steal that from you.
2: No, I think we we can all love Cody Rigsby. And imagine just like going to church and burning 2000 calories. Like that's going to be me from now on in Cody's class. Hopefully. Oh my God. Can you imagine if things go sour once I'm on there?
0: Like if he's like if he does something to piss you off, like if, yeah, like
2: if, like if I have a love hate with him a little bit, or if, if he, like first day he says something that just immediately turns me off forever. What if his
0: what if his next screed is an anti Jody Sweeten rant?
2: I could live with that more than I could if he went after the Juggalos, which would be a wild right? turn, and I'd yeah. almost have to respect it. I wouldn't stand, but I'd probably yeah again hate. I'd be like in a you know, sort of Howard Stern place where, who's, you know, it's a love-hate.
0: Who's, who's got any negative feelings for the Juggalos? I mean, there's, there's no one's going after the Juggalos, right? They're just, they're just happy-go-lucky people that love the music of the Detroit clown rap group, Insane Clown Posse, Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't see anybody having anything negative to say about the about the Juggalos. Definitely not Cody Rigsby, who just seems like a just a bright shining light in the Peloton world.
2: If anything, the Juggalos are the most well balanced and neutral people in the entirety of the Stan community. Like oh, uh, yeah, they're very sane and grounding, and I say that also as a, a Swifty and Arianator. I mean, I love all the girls,
0: right. Yeah, Speaking of the do.
2: girls, should we get into our number 1 girl this week?
0: <laughs> so, malls. This has this has taken the internet by storm. It was a top trending topic today on Twitter. Helen Keller. There's there's a whole new wave of young people that have serious doubts about the authenticity of the renowned deaf mute. I almost said the D word. I don't, I'm not. I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore.
2: No, De- and I and I want to slap a real quick uh, trigger warning for ableism on this whole conversation yes, because sure. I'm seeing that come up a lot. And uh, I I hope that you and I are not ableist uh, in this conversation. No, but this, this conversation altogether might be triggering to some people. And uh, if you feel that way, then just uh, please don't get upset and fast forward a little bit to fast our, our bit. next segment.
0: Look, I just, she's I remem- a big
2: civil rights activist for yes. the community, right? Yes. I, H- Helen Keller did amazing things in her lifetime, but I woke up feeling like Jesus gave me a little kiss on the face when I was sleeping and I saw this yeah. trending because I have been tracking this story for months, okay? Yeah. I have a Instagram where I shit post TikToks. Yes. And I started noticing before I posted my first Helen Keller TikTok back in August. I had noticed it for a few months before. But the first one I saw that really hit me was this one because I understood the argument. That is incredibly flawed, but I still understood the argument. And when I say that I come at this like and that I think it's funny, I think it's funny in the way of like, if someone told me Bill Clinton didn't exist, right? Yes. Like, if kids yeah. were like, no, Bill Clinton wasn't real. Like, <laughs> yes. he never existed. Like, to me, Helen Keller is someone I have known since I was probably five years old that she yeah. existed. And yes. um, it was something that was spoken about at home. She was, we're a little bit older, right? She was sort of an American hero yeah. Yeah. during when we were growing up, right? Somebody, yes. Someone we talked about a lot. So... Um I I think it's funny in that way and that is why I started sort of tracking this movement. Do you yes. uh want to play the first TikTok that I ever posted about this?
0: Um yeah, I do. I I just want to say this. <clears throat> I in defense of Gen Z, I haven't seen anybody d- decrying or or making light of uh of Helen Keller's disabilities.
2: Um, there, I what would not what say that that's the case.
0: Oh, <laughs> the, oh, okay. Maybe I haven't, maybe I haven't seen enough. What I, what I have seen is people looking with a critical eye and saying, wow, this, this woman was born in a situation that no one would hope for. And she did these amazing things That's that's hard to believe that's that requires a more critical look. And and that's that's even a bigger. Shows more respect for Helen Keller and her amazing accomplishments, because, yes, she allegedly did those things, which is amazing.
2: I think the rub there is that the implication and I understand why in in practice this is, you know, I can understand why people would be confused by that especially children literal children (laughs) yes um is that you know she you know people who have disabilities are able to achieve and accomplish just as much as many fully non completely able-bodied people out there okay there's people who are disabled who have done remarkable things in their lives that your average person could never do and so I think that's a little bit where the ableist community is pushing back on this and saying like well the only reason you think that is because she is you know deaf and blind Which is, you know, listen, pre-technology, that's rough. Like, I got to hand it to her. Like, assuming everything is true, which I I believe it is. um, It's not like this happened 300 years ago or something. um, And that it's just written down on a piece of paper. Like, Helen Keller was alive when my mom was a kid. So...
0: I See, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, she like just
2: died in like the 60s or something. She
0: did? Really? Because I just, despite being fed a, a healthy dose of Helen Keller in childhood, I, I, if you said, hey, when did, when did uh, Helen Keller do her thing? I would have said like 1922.
2: Oh, I, I would have thought that she lived from like 1820 to like 1902. <laughs> yes. Like yeah, I would have yeah. rolled with something. I would have rolled with yes. numbers like that. She yes. died in 1968 at 87 years old
0: unbelievable and what are some of her accomplishments she wrote tomes she wrote books she
2: raging socialist
0: yes i I, flew a plane
2: which i think this is where we should stop and we should just play the clips because i feel like we're responding to something that people aren't aware of the nature of it yet
0: okay hold on i do not believe helen keller for a split second just just think about her (laughs) someone gives her their hand she goes wait this is Helen. Then they're like, "Oh, she wants she wants um, some hard-boiled eggs. Go get Helen some hard-boiled. There's no way. There is no way. She's fake. Helen, I'm Ellen. What's <laughs> Ellen. Ellen? You're not going to get away with this. <laughs> I know you can't see me, but I can see right through
2: you. <laughs> You're a liar. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. That's pretty fucking great. Like, imagine if someone was saying that about... And granted, yes, the twist here is that they're doubting it because it is an unreal situation. It is unreal. Yes. But yes. now people are really in the dialogue and they're comfortable with it. And the next one I want to play, this is like my real t-dubs on this one this is my real trigger warning one it's you know it's a tiktok so it's less than 60 seconds but i'll I'll just go ahead and warn you this is probably one of the more recent iterations that's very before it got super casual and was almost like um you know birds aren't real or some other sort of conspiracy that people throw around
0: right exactly
1: one historical figure you want to fight one-on-one like meet me in the trails is going down me
0: This chick right here. Miss Helen Keller. Miss American Author. Miss Water. Miss all that. I want to go back in time. I don't want to swing on her. Because I know she (laughs) flipped. I know she would. She had all y'all play back then. And I want to go back and I want to let everyone know. And watch her reap the repercussions of it.
2: That's
0: one historical figure. Wow. wow. So it's. It's. Very much along the lines of the Stevie Wonder conspiracy.
2: Right. That's, I think, where they're going with it. And, you know, let's remember, Helen Keller jokes are not new. I would say they went out of fashion and just like middle parts, they're coming back. Like Helen Keller jokes were a staple. And listen, I don't want to do the generation wars too hard, but I almost feel like Gen Xers are not necessarily picking up that these kids are making these jokes because it was something that I grew up hearing them at school. You know what I mean? I think I even had teachers that sort of looked the other way on jokes like that. They were considered like edgy, dirty, dark humor for elementary school students. I'll
0: be honest. I had completely forgotten about the Helen Keller Vein of joke writing until you brought it up right now. And now it's, I don't, I can't remember one, but it's flooding back to me that this was actually a, it was, it was like the memes of the day. Right. The Helen Keller jokes were the memes of 1985 when I was in elementary school.
2: Yeah. So I kind of feel like she's historically been a very easy character to pick on. And, yes. you know, this is what you just heard is the, you know, younger generation's version of the bad jokes that I can't even think of. I just remember that being like a whole genre. Like talk radio show hosts would be like, oh, this hour we're going to have you call in with your best Helen Keller joke. Like it it was like that sort of mainstream, right? Never like super tasteful, but kids told them. So now we've gotten to a place with it where... This rumor is now so commonplace. It has built up over the last year, this sort of meme. And I think a lot of kids are starting to sincerely believe it. I would like to think that the kids in the next clip you're about to play, it's a teacher who I believe is a middle school history teacher. Yes. Talking to some of his students. And this is the one that went super viral today on Twitter, which is why I was like, you know what, Jesus? I had that posted on horny for Bitcoin five business days ago. And now it goes wide. (laughs) My podcast is launching. We can go wide with with the helly of it all. By the way, I don't think it's offensive to call her helly. And I of course not. Love that. So it's
0: a a term of endearment.
2: I'm just saying, like, you know, some of some of the uh, veins of this conversation are going to stick with me in a good way. So the clip that went super viral today is from a middle school classroom. Just so happens that I posted this on Horny for Bitcoin like five days ago. And then today it goes viral. I feel like our podcast is very blessed for that. There's a lot of dialogue going around about it. I didn't
0: know. I didn't know about this until you introduced it to me. And I'm so happy that I do now.
2: So. This is a middle school teacher finding out for the first time that he has not done his job at all with his students. Let's play the clip. No, who did you think Helen Keller was? Helen Keller is the Nazi guy. No. Right.
1: Like,
2: what he, Nazi guy? I don't know. He like he's like a terrorist.
0: Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male.
2: Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah, I'm gonna write Helen Keller. Yeah. Right? No. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's
1: Hitler? Is Hitler the who's Hitler? Oh, who is Hitler?
2: Helen Keller was the
1: blind and deaf person who was fake. She didn't exist, but everyone believes she was deaf and blind. What? She was fake? Yeah, she he was deaf and black.
2: What Pearl Har- Harbor was, if I say Pearl
0: Harbor? <laughs>
1: That's
2: Dude. Do you know what D-Day is? Who? <laughs> D-Day. A person? A rapper? <laughs> <laughs> You're, are you being... Wait.
0: No, who did you think Helen Keller Unbelievable. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
2: So, okay. Crazy. I'm just as stupid
0: as those kids, by the way. Like, I sort of knew the stuff he was taught. I know about Pearl Harbor a little bit. D-Day. I've seen Saving Private Ryan. Like, I don't... I'm not any smarter than those kids except for maybe a little bit because I've been alive longer.
2: Right. And the irony of this being their teacher posting this, filming himself (laughs) grilling these kids on the fact that they don't know basic stuff, stuff that I think you and I think is really basic for what we learned in school. I feel like I started learning about the Holocaust in like fourth grade or something. Um, Helen Keller... I learned about at home, and every home has different conversations for sure, mm-hmm. but yeah. it it's kind of like on us, and also the curriculum has completely changed for American public schools, so the stuff that might be common sense to people who are fifty five years old is yeah. not necessarily common sense to a twelve year old in today's yeah. world
0: no absolutely yeah it's and and this guy. Clearly not a t- history teacher. Like he was, he was clowning these kids. He probably teaches some other subject. You know, he's, I, he's, got, he's got big social studies vibes, maybe possibly uh, basic math. Could be some just a, your run of the mill study hall type dude. But he's, he's grilling them on history because he's not in charge of teaching them that.
2: Well, that's what you would hope. My friend threw out the idea that maybe he was a substitute, but
0: I do believe
2: he is their teacher. I'm just a little, I mean, I'm a little surprised that his attitude is like, you've got to be fucking kidding me (laughs) instead of like, I "I have failed. Oh my God. Like we should be throwing out Helen Keller facts and stuff because listen, it is a hard concept to grasp if I'm being real. There really hasn't been yeah. an adaptation that has included Helen Keller that these children would be aware of yeah. um, there. You know, even when I was a kid, I remember asking countless questions when I first found out about Helen Keller. I was probably like five or something. And a family member told me and I was like, what do you mean, though? Like, what does that mean? And so I can understand why for kids who were raised on tablets, why they're confused about, oh, my God, this woman who was deaf and blind flew a plane, which I will admit that's some stunt queen shit. Like, I don't think Helen necessarily needed to fly a plane. I think that in a way she almost became like. She can do anything like let's have her do anything. Um, And and that must be a really thrilling experience to fly a plane. I'm sure that's I mean, I have I've I was a a Girl Scout junior pilot, so I can say uh, I have some flying experience myself. I'm sure that was very, very thrilling in 1960, whatever, for a blind and deaf woman to fly an airplane. That's wild. uh
0: considering that was a hundred years after she died I, that would see that's even more impressive that she was that she was able to fly a plane then I I will say this I much like you I had some childhood flight experience but they didn't I wasn't allowed to take off and or land the aircraft so I and I imagine Helen as a as a rookie fledgling aviator aviatress whatever the nomenclature is, I don't think she took off or landed the plane either. It was kind of if if Helen were alive today and she was alive pretty recently apparently she would probably want that lowered in her bio. (laughs) right (laughs) you know like i don't hey can we we not lead with this like there's a reason kids are doubting my accomplishments because you guys are running with the i flew a plane thing at the top and look that was just that was just for publicity like these other things i really did like i wrote these books and stuff and and now they don't believe that shit either because you guys are leading with the plane thing like let's let's drop the plane thing down a little lower on the wiki please If you you don't mind.
2: (laughs) You're right. It's like the Mm -hmm. most, it's honestly, it's what they're going for because they're kids and they know how to be mean and they're smart mean. Like, they're like, well, explain this. Or another one is like, oh, um, she was alleged, like, she was racist. A lot of them run with the she was racist thing. And how could she be racist if she (laughs) has never seen anyone or heard anything? And I want to go ahead and say that I feel like things were so racist back when she existed that yes. they figured out a way to communicate that via hand. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That might Whatever. have been one of the
2: first things they worked yes. on, if I'm being honest. So, like, oh, yes. I think everyone yeah. was, like, pretty, you know, kind of pretty racist compared to especially Gen Z's standards. God bless them.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm... S- I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm I'm fascinated to know more about the how this develops, whether or not it goes away. If hey, if this prompts kids to be think more critically and take an interest in the history of the place they grew up. You know what they they bombarded us with here in Southern California? Is the fucking mission system.
2: Growing up awful.
0: Growing up in California. I
2: don't even you know what are, that is and I hate it.
0: <laughs> it's the missionaries, right? Came up from Mexico and they went up the coast of California and they, and they dropped missions to indoctrinate the na- natives. And let's be honest, there was probably a lot of raping involved and beating. Right. And horrific. They, they don't teach you that part. And it's like, what, why did, why do we need to, to bury our kids in this kind of bullshit? Who cares about the fucking mission system?
2: You know, I would hope that they're replacing the Helen Keller of it all with all the stuff that has happened, you know, in the 28 years or whatever since I've been in elementary school. And, you know, that's that's just my hope is I don't think they're going there and not learning anything. I just think that, sadly, priorities have changed. There's only so much history you can fit into a Zoom class. So Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You, um, and I'll get off this topic, but it's, it's, I'm having a little trauma over it right now. You know, w- when you learn the mission system in California elementary school,
2: mm-hmm. you're
0: assigned a mission that you have to recreate.
2: You oh. have to build a mission <laughs> of your own. No,
0: And uh, yeah, I am telling you, and there's a few different <clears throat> building methods. As I recall, there are the toothpicks. There are the Popsicle sticks. Mm. There are the sugar cubes. No. And I, be- I swear to God. So and were I believe- you living
2: during the depression? You're using yes. sugar cubes sugar for cubes. arts and crafts?
0: And I believe you could do like some sort of clay. You could like sure. figure out how to like mash it. And look, I could tell your mom made that shit. All right. I made my shit. My shit was out of Popsicle sticks. And you had to like, you had to like stucco them. Right, yeah. so you had to build, and I picked like the easiest because you know these missions weren't like that involved, but they're like the one in San Juan Capistrano is very it's world famous, right? So it's that one you don't want to get that one because it's hard to make. It's a big old building. I got one that was just like a little square box, and I did it out of popsicle sticks because I had to make that shit myself. No, nobody was helping me with mine. And I remember you, you had to like stucco the outside, but some people, some people took that sugar cube out malls. <sighs> <laughs> You, you've never seen like Helen Keller had more ability to. Be, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Anyway, I understand where you're going yes. with that.
2: Yes, and listen, I honestly think Helen Keller absolutely would have owned their little of course, asses. Of course, but of course you would. Have, you not know. to talk about asses, but listen, I'm saying this is that yes. I am. Uh, you're bringing up something for me. Because my mom didn't help me with projects like that either. Yes. I was totally on my own for it, which is how it's supposed to fucking be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't, my mom worked at the bank. You right. know, she had to, she had to come, she had to pick me up from the YMCA and then come home and make dinner. Like it was, yeah, I made my own fucking mission. That's okay.
2: Same, dude. I'd be at the Y, I'd be at the library just waiting yeah. to come home after my mom finished up work. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's my projects sucked. And now yes. that you put it out there, I knew that there was kids whose parents helped them with of projects, course. of course. But my naive self to this day has never really considered how most of my classmates did probably almost none of their projects, and no yeah. wonder mine looked like shit.
0: No, you look, you look back, and you go, "Oh, you you just thought I almost used a person's re- name, real name for my life. You you just thought little Annie." in in fourth grade you thought she was just real good with puff paint right But guess what that's her mom's doing that shit
2: going home beating myself up because why can't i ever get my puff paint to look like that i don't even have puff paint i just had to use crayons
0: exactly it's all my stuff look like shit and now i and now i own that because i really made that shit and those other kids fuck them malls it is official True love is dead. There is no hope for the rest of us as the prince and princess of the United States of America have ended their seven-year marriage. Of course, I'm talking about Kimye, a a name I never used till this moment. I don't even know why I did it. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian have officially... Filed for divorce. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about this?
2: Listen, I loved the two of them together. And I feel like to lie about that is to deny that we just watched a relationship of a generation. We really did. They had a crazy love affair. There is so much juicy details. Pop culture historians will be horny about the two of them forever. They will always be referenced. Their marriage was iconic. I could lie and, you know, talk about some of the more annoying nuances or Kanye's mental health or Kim and her family and the quote-unquote Kardashian curse, which is, I feel misogynistic to even say, frankly. I could talk about all that, but really I want to focus on the fact that they had an amazing love story and they lasted longer than any of us thought they would. I didn't even think like when they came out and said that she was pregnant with North. At the time, I remember tweeting, can Kim and Kanye even love a baby? And now they have four of the cutest fucking kids I've ever seen. Yes. they've made it work they've built an empire he has completely rehabbed her entire career obviously Chris is behind a lot of that as well and we can't take sure. away Kim's agency but Kanye lifted her up to a new level she wasn't even allowed to go to the Met gala when they first started hanging around right. she was And now she's like
0: the star of it every year
2: yep the whole yeah, family uh, the Jenners as well.
0: Yeah, the the fact that it lasted as long as it did just based on the world we live in, just based on their vocations is truly incredible. I I hope as always that they that they f- go their separate ways and can remain co-parents and friends. But m- most importantly, I hope this isn't the last we see of the Kim Kanye fanfic that i have here
2: <laughs> okay as, yeah as, uh,
0: people that people that have that people that have listened to us before on our on our preview our sneaky preview show that's available on patreon.com solid listen will know that you introduced me to fanfic mm-hmm. earlier and I'm i'm all in we're, we're doing fanfic on the show and there's, there's a Kim and Kanye one that you have. I'd like you to start reading it, if you don't mind.
2: Sure. I will say, though, quickly, that I'm not a fanfic purist. I do not necessarily come in on the same level a lot of people do when it comes to the art of this. I actually think it's a really valid form of art, and I would not be reading this if I didn't enjoy the shit out of reading it. I no, recently we, we, got into this. We,
0: we read one recently that was fantastic. And I'm I'm all in. There's there's some really good writers, and m- mostly people that are just in in very involved and very high on this this subject that they choose to fanfic about, which I appreciate.
2: So I have an idea for this segment, and I feel okay. like we should call it either "horny writing stuff." I think that's a great segment name. Yes. In the fanfic world, there's something known as OTP, which stands for One True Pairing. Oh. And I feel like we should do OTP referee. And at the end of this, we decide whether or not we're horny for this story.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I love that. If it's
2: horny or not horny. Okay.
0: Yes. Okay.
2: So this piece is called All I Need in This Life, parentheses, is everything. By pistol underscore red.
0: Shut up. How did I not get that screen name?
2: (laughs) Kanye sat forlornly on the front steps of the school. He was adorned in blue, bronze, and black robes with a new pair of sunglasses perched high on his head as he contemplated the chamber of secrets, life, blowjobs, and the meaning of the universe. Blowjobs were great, he decided. (laughs) But then again, he already knew that. What he also already knew was that Beyonce was definitely ignoring him. He was a Ravenclaw, after all. He noticed things about the world. I'm a Ravenclaw, by the way.
0: I'm I'm the one Harry Potter was in.
2: Oh, Gryffindor? Listen, can I tell you something? I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I don't even know why I picked this, other than it made me laugh when I was reading it. But I did, early on in quarantine, say to myself, hmm, I wonder what Harry Potter house I'd be in. Yes. So yes, I took a quiz. All right. All right. Dipping back into this, he especially noticed things such as this when Beyonce had agreed to meet up with him in the library to play a game of Connect Four and then bawled out on him in the last minute. Beyonce would net. Oh, it's. Oh, bailed out. Sorry. Let me reread hey, that.
0: Hey, are you not wearing your glasses?
2: I'm not wearing my glasses. No.
0: Yeah. But also,
2: mm-hmm. I think I haven't worn my glasses in like nine months, so they might not work anymore.
0: Maybe your eyes have. Maybe your eyes have come back
2: yes. to where they were oh, no. originally. N- yeah. No. Um, no they yeah. didn't start out great. Um, okay. Yes. He yeah. especially noticed things such as this when Beyonce had agreed to meet up with him in the library to play a game of Connect Four and then bailed out on him at the last minute. Beyonce would never bail out on a chance to beat him at Connect Four unless something fishy was up. Maybe Beyonce was the heir of Slytherin, and she was busy doing her thing in the Chamber of Secrets. Kanye figured that would make more sense if she was in Slytherin, not Gryffindor. But after witnessing the Sorting Hat's long and difficult decision to decide where Beyoncé would go, and eventually caving and saying, The Awesome is strong with this one. Almost too strong. Gryffindor. (laughs) The Sorting Hat said that. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. A decision which Kanye had always personally resented. Beyonce's awesomeness landed her in Gryffindor. It should be landed in her. It should have landed her in Ravenclaw. He is forced to make up for this error in the Sorting Hat's judgment by always telling Beyonce the new ways of getting in, uh, getting in the Ravenclaw common room. Although her response generally is to look at him pityingly and say, "I know that already, Kanye." The head girl had a scary amount of knowledge, Kanye realized through a fog of jealousy. No one should have that much power unless they were named Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's pretty pleased that Beyonce ended up being one of his allies in the end. There was a chance back in second year after the incident with the troll, Jay-Z, and shrinking powder that would end as nemesises, Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they found out no, they were is, more powerful. It is
0: nemeses, but he... Uh, pistol Red, Pistol underscore Red, has r- written nemesises.
2: Okay, I am... I w- I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to give a point off for grammar. A little less Big horny, time. because I am struggling with the grammar a little bit.
0: I'm not going to... I'm not prepared to make an ESL call on this writer, but this there, there it is problematic. I feel like this is... A native English speaker, but barely.
2: Right. Um, but they found out they were more powerful together than apart. And that that was the way their enemies would truly quake in their boots. The power of three can't leave out Jay-Z. Kanye knew the answer to the conundrum of Beyonce skipping out on Connect Four session.
0: <laughs> unbelievable. It's Do you an know an the Connect detail. Four reference? No, I don't.
2: Um, Kanye loves Connect Four, and when she was giving birth to, I think Saint, he was not. He was barely in the delivery room. He was playing Connect Four in the lobby the whole time.
0: <laughs> no, that's impossible. <laughs> no, that it can't be true. Yeah,
2: I mean, come yeah. on, she's a saint. Like honestly, yeah. she's a saint. So yeah. he would obviously have to consult Kim immediately. Kim always knew everything about everyone. Kim was omnipresent. Kim was possibly a god. And that was why she should obviously date Kanye, he reasoned. A god and a god together equaled two gods, and two gods could potentially create a utopia where everyone flew around in giant Sour Patch Kids and only communicated through song and interpretive dance. It was a good vision for the future, Kanye thought. Some people said the sorting hat was wrong when it put Kanye in Ravenclaw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. (laughs) these so people were thoughts.
2: obviously not in Raven, Ravenclaw as they were exceedingly stupid everyone actually in Ravenclaw knew much much better by now Kanye was an obvious Ravenclaw and no amount of citing from sighing from Lupe could change that fact okay do you want to take over of course I think this is you
0: Kanye was jolted out of his deep thoughts about the universe creation <laughs> and blowjobs <laughs> That's. I mean, it's right. That could be the three <laughs> things he was thinking about. Right. By a smack over the head with a rather heavy book, his sunglasses fell off. He looked up. It was Beyonce. He would have to reevaluate his theory that she was ignoring him. Beyonce did not look pleased to see him. Kanye quickly went through his recent actions. He was pretty sure she wouldn't be mad about the owl thing. Did you really polyjuice into me? <laughs> she said, taking a threatening what? stance and cracking a knuckle menacingly. I just I can't picture Beyonce doing that. Also, is polyjuice is that is that some is that a Harry Potter thing? Do we know?
2: I hope, um, because my guess is not great. Um, you go ahead yes. and I'll, I'll look it up.
0: Okay. What? No, Kanye said honestly. He didn't know how all these rumors started. He had only ever polyjuiced into someone that one time, and he had Lupe's explicit permission to do so. <laughs> well, no, he didn't. But he's Kanye West. Oh, he just ta- he polyjuices wherever he feels like it. And in the end, Lupe got an experience inside Kanye West's body too. He should be grateful for the chance so many would kill for, which reminded him. When he snuck into the Slytherin common room on Tuesday to talk to Kim, he was pretty sure she was brewing a batch of polyjuice. What the f-
2: Okay, so, so I looked it up. So yes. polyjuice okay. potion. This is from the harrypotter.fandom.com. Of course. Of the poly course. polyjuice potion was a potion that allowed the drinker to assume the form of someone else. It was highly complicated, okay. challenging, and time-consuming potion that even adult witches and wizards struggled to brew it collectively. So I mean that correctly. So that means that like yes. yeah. polyjuicing someone's a big deal. It's as right. I think the implication is the same as what I thought it was.
0: Yeah. So you could like impersonate them, or you could you could take over their visage, right? And do do things that they might not otherwise do.
2: But there's like a well, double meaning there. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. You're
2: picking up on that.
0: Yeah. I okay. While talking to a snake, Kanye should probably have focused more on the snake part before. That doesn't make any sense.
2: That's a Taylor Swift reference. Oh, it
0: Mm -hmm. sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. I know that look was all Beyonce said, sitting down on the stairs in front of him, somehow making the act of sitting down appear threatening. I will not tolerate any more of your plans. Drop it. Drop whatever it is you're thinking about right now. Beyonce, Kanye said suddenly. Who do you think the heir of Slytherin is? Beyonce stared at him for a moment and before narrowing her eyes and saying, it's Kim, idiot. There's a reason snakes have been coming through the school to deliver makeup supplies to the Slytherin common room every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Kim was the heir of Slytherin. There was, there was, what, hold on. This was making a lot of sense in retrospect. You do realize that this means that she is the perfect woman in every way, and we must marry at once, don't you, Beyonce? I feel like he would have a pet name for you'd call her like Beyonce or Bay. He's, he's, he's going yeah, full name. Yeah, you call her Bay. Yeah, B. He's he's going full name every reference, which is just it's off-putting. Beyonce looked faintly alarmed. I Cannot believe you did not notice that. She has a t-shirt that says she's the heir of Slytherin and everything. She even sells them. She had merch. He didn't know because he's busy playing Collect Four. Connect right. Four. Kanye figured having a double side plot dealing with baby dragons and attempting to win a Quidditch tournament for your house had distracted him. Plus, researching spells to help him beat Beyonce at Connect Four. That all took time and effort. You can't hold us up to all your impossible standards was all Kanye said. He was pretty sure Beyonce and Jay-Z were given some kind of special powers when they got the head, boy, and girl positions. (laughs) It would also explain the sudden fucking and romance between them. (laughs) If they realized that they were out of everyone else's league with their newfound power, they would turn to each other naturally. (laughs) Everyone except Kanye's, of course. And Kim, he added sagely, nodding his head while Beyonce raised an eyebrow at him. It occurred to him that he actually hadn't said the bulk of what he was thinking out loud. All for the better, though. He didn't want Beyonce to know that people feared the power she held with Jay Z. Obviously, Kanye didn't fear it, but it could be destructive. If Beyonce, of course, started turning her powers towards Quidditch, Kanye wasn't even going there. Beyonce was the enemy. Not to be trusted when it came to Quidditch. That was most definitely not part of their friendship. That traitor. I can tell you're thinking how I'm the enemy and not to be trusted because I'm a better Quidditch player than you. But do you know, do you want my help with Kim or not? Here,
2: you want me to pick up? I'm
0: shocked that she intuits that. But yeah, go on.
2: I feel like you're overwhelmed by the piece. I can feel, that's like my intuitive nature, okay, yeah. um, possibly my Ravenclaw it's, telling me that it's, I should pick this up from here. It's a lot. Okay. okay. Kanye's eyes snapped dramatically to meet hers, or at least he envisioned it was dramatic. How do you know what I was thinking? Beyonce rolled her eyes. You're you, Kanye. And I'm trying to help you woo Kim, dumbass. You in or you out. Kanye didn't need anyone's help wooing anybody. Kanye was also 97% sure Lupe talked to Beyonce talked Beyoncé into helping him with Kim to stop Kanye from acting out scenes from Kanye and Kim's epic potential love story with him in the common room when he was trying to study. <laughs> Who the fuck is Lupe? Is it Lupe Fiasco? Yeah, I believe,
0: the fuck I believe is, he? <laughs> is he not a Kanye disciple? Protege?
2: Hopefully. I unless think so. there's a, a well-known lupe in the world of uh, I No,
0: I think it's the one you know. Harry Potter. Yeah.
2: Um Okay. Yes. But he would relent this one time. Beyonce's powers could only strengthen him, unless he was involved with Quidditch. But once again, they were not going there. Where and when was all he said. Chamber of Secrets, 8 o'clock. Be there and wear white pants. Kanye gasped at Beyonce as she turned her back and began walking away. You know where the chamber is? I thought that was supposed to be a secret. I thought we shared all of our secrets. I tell you everything. Beyonce turned back around, rolling her eyes and yelling, it's where the giant snakes come slithering out from. Maybe if you looked up from your books about dragon taming once in a a blue moon, you'd notice. (laughs) Kanye scowled. He was almost certain that Beyonce was bringing up the moon. I'm sorry. Kanye scowled. He was almost certain Beyonce bringing up the moon was a slight on his inability to find a werewolf to turn him. He would, though, he thought doggedly. Just you wait, Beyonce. Just you wait. Kanye would be successful in all aspects of life. He was Kanye West, after all. Of course he would. He was going to make his mother proud. Wow.
0: Interesting. Wow. Interesting turn at the end. Also that that line about turning so this this whole thing is very metaphorical right and so he's like he was looking for a werewolf to turn him are we right are, is he is the author pit, the great pistol underscore red is he intimating that Kanye might have in in this world in this in in the pistol red world he might have some bisexual tendencies that he's looking to be turned by a werewolf is that the yeah. metaphor?
2: I think also, yeah, the Lupe of it all yeah. sort of hinted yes. towards that as well. Lupe, assuming that it's the Lupe we're thinking right, of, right? Because
0: Lupe had polyjuiced into Kanye's body.
2: He did polyjuice. Yeah. No, I think Kanye polyjuiced him yeah. with with his consent. Oh, right. If I remember, which is I think is great that they asked of course, for consent of and they made a point of pointing that out because I feel that a lot of times in fanfic, yeah, the consent gets lost.
0: Yeah. It's, it's I will say that yeah.
2: that might have been one of the horniest parts to me. Overall, I mean, are we gonna do some OTP referee as we've just decided? Yep. Did this make you horny? Are you team horny or no. team not horny? No,
0: there's no fucking in this thing. The the Harry the <laughs> Harry Potter. The Harry Potter aspect of it was a huge downer for me. I didn't know half the words. They were too caught up in who was Slytherin and who was Ravenclaw. And right. I, I did like that Kim was Kim was selling merch, but what he Kanye was trying to get in get it in with Beyonce the whole time, which is which was really weird to me. That said. I almost appreciate it more while it did not fuck, and it's I've got to, I got a I got a it's a no for me dog on the OTP referee. I will say this: it's almost probably better because I cannot think of many people on this planet that I would less want to picture ha- having sex than Kanye West. I don't, I don't know why. It's not that's, that's more it's that's more a referendum on myself than Mr. West. That's I'm sure he's a great thing, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do you, what, no, what are your thoughts, um, Mols?
2: Listen, um, not for me. Yeah. Um, this was uh, maybe a two out of yes. ten on the on the true horny scale for me. I liked Polyjuice. Yeah, big time. I appreciated the use of Connect Four. I thought that was a great reference. Good.
0: Yes, I like that too. I
2: think the number one thing that really turned me off here is that I don't believe that Pistol underscore Red. Is much more than a casual fan at best oh. of both Beyonce and Kanye.
0: I yes, you're probably right because it there were many more references to Harry Potter. It's almost like he's he's wedged Kim, Kanye, Lupe, Beyonce all into this Harry Potter world where it's much more a Harry Potter fanfic, and the and the characters could really be anyone. It doesn't really matter who you chose to insert in, into this Harry Potter story.
2: Right. Yeah. And I will say in all fairness to Pistol underscore Red, there is a note at the top that says, I don't even know what this is. I also don't know yeah. enough about these people yeah. to be writing fic about them. So characterization is probably completely off wow. in every way ever. Yeah. Yes, I'm warning for bad characterizations in a fic wow. about Kanye West wow. at Hogwarts. Well, I think that that's fair. I think that that was honestly, I know you're kind of like downplaying that it's silly. As a Kanye fan, Yeah. and as a Beyonce fan, yeah. I gotta say, I appreciate that note, Pistol Red, and I'm glad you made it. Um, Yeah, I'll return to maybe another piece of Pistol Reds, but Oof. not super horny for me. You guys, good news though, if you do want to get, kind of horny. This also isn't a super horny story. I've included a bonus link in the description of this podcast where all of the links for all the stories we cover are. Um I included a little bonus link. I wanted you guys to have a little extra treat if you started to get the get the bug for fanfic.
0: I will say the the, the horniest thing is about Pistol Red's writing is him shortening fanfic to just fic.
2: Mm-hmm. That
0: kind of, that that kind of fucks for me. I would dude,
2: s- that absolutely fucks for me yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: It's like I don't know what like I I was pretty down on pistol red and then you read that notes thing and he calls it thick twice and I'm like, all right, don't pistol. Assume. Yeah.
2: Fi- right. Pistol but knows what's like, up. I mean, dude, it's just thick. Like, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Whatever, thick.
0: Malls, I don't know if we're gonna hear from Pistol Underscore Red again. Hopefully, he ups his game because I think there is definitely some potential there. Somebody, we should
2: be thanking him. I,
0: we are absolutely
2: <laughs> for <laughs> letting us use his content. Yes, we didn't uh, ask.
0: Yeah, we're we're gonna blow him up. We're we're here to make a star out of Pistol Underscore Red. Uh, what's what's going on with the Truman Show?
2: Okay, so I wanted to like close up with this because I thought it was so interesting. Okay. I was scrolling through TikTok yesterday and there was a clip. A lot of people will just upload like entire halves of movies to TikTok and do them in one minute videos. You're kidding. So the one that came up in my For You page was the big scene in the Truman Show. When he gets out of the world, like he finally opens that door and he walks down onto the beach. And for anyone who doesn't know what the Truman show is, I'll just give you a quick overview of it. It's a Jim Carrey movie where it turns out that this character from the moment he was conceived, basically had a reality show built around him. He doesn't know earth the way that we know it. His world exists in a bubble and is, broadcast live on tv 24 7 and everyone has grown up knowing truman his whole life america has this very warm relationship with him um and he has no idea that he is the subject of a very long form reality show and it's, it fucks with him
0: it's a it's a fantastic movie by the way i would i would recommend especially because it's very it's very prescient it's it's kind of about the time we live in now where everybody's got their own reality show going on their phone, on their TikTok. It's it's a fantastic movie and everybody should go see it.
2: Yeah, if you haven't seen it in a long time either, I was thinking this last night, because I remember it being great, but not like the movie that I kind of wanted it to be based off yep. of the subject matter at that time. I was probably a fucking high schooler, but um, it uh, it probably aged very, very well. Yeah, so, has to have, yeah. So it, there's this clip at the very end where all of these characters are seeing Truman break through to the other side. And it's like this mass celebration all over the world. Everyone has, it's, has seemingly been waiting for him to just figure it out and get out. And that's like the subtext of everything. Why the audience, it's like the real reasons we watch Real Housewives are not their clothing or whatever the hell right. they market it as. Right. So on this clip, I saw a comment from a woman And this comment says, I spent a year and a half thinking I was in something like this. And my husband even exasperated my fears by pretending to look at cameras. It was awful. And it was such a sincere comment that I did not expect to necessarily come out of anywhere. Yeah. And I posted it to Twitter you know, where I like to go when I don't know what friend to text and I just want to put something out into the universe and make other people read it. Yeah. My old friend Rodney, that I worked at HBO with like 15 years ago, mm-hmm. sent me a link saying this is a real thing. And I was like, oh shit, yes. So the Truman Show delusion is a real thing. And apparently um, it is a syndrome. It Mm -hmm. is a type of delusion in which the person believes that their lives are staged reality shows or that they're being watched on cameras. The Mm. term was coined in 2008 by the brothers Joel Gold and Ian Gold, a psychiatrist and a neuropsychologist. Philosopher.
0: Boy, I bet I bet Mrs. Their parents Gold are is proud.
2: So, <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, you know, those parents were like, every day we went to work was worth it. I'm such a loser compared to these guys. <laughs> totally, it's that, unbelievable.
0: I love that like, we had exactly the same thought.
2: <laughs> just two all-stars. Um, maybe there's like a flop brother or something <laughs> right, that we don't let's know hope, about. Let's hope. But he, this is all in the wiki, you guys, by the way. I'm not trying to plagiarize this. So let me tell you a little bit about... um Some of the reported cases of this, because I thought this was really interesting. While the prevalence of the disorder is not known, there have been several hundred cases reported. There have been recorded instances of people suffering from the Truman Show delusion from around the world. Joel Gold, a psychiatrist at Bellevue Hospital Center in New York City and clinical associate professor of psychiatry at New York, he really is accomplished. Yeah, I'll Uh, say And his brother, who holds a research chair in philosophy and psychiatry at Montreal's McGill University, are the foremost researchers on the subject. Are Um, they single? We
0: should look into this for next episode, the Gold Brothers. Are they taken? (laughs) They're Um, they're both catches.
2: Oh, for sure. And Mm -hmm. they're also easily... I mean, talk about an age gap relationship. Um, Although I think that the Golds would be nothing but appropriate. Right. Um, So it says... They have reported that one patient traveled to New York City after 9-11 to make sure that the terrorist attacks were not a plot twist in his personal Truman Show, while another traveled to a lower Manhattan federal building to seek asylum from his show. Another patient had worked as an intern on a reality TV program and believed that he was secretly being tracked by cameras. Even at the polls on Election Day in 2004, he shouted that then-President George W. Bush was a Judas, which brought him to Bellevue Hospital and Gold's attention. I mean, guys, this is just fascinating stuff. I linked the article in the description of the show. I, you know, this is something that makes so much sense to me that this exists. And I mean, obviously, I would say that, um, you know, your average person on the street knows that this is the type of um, delusions that schizophrenics will often have. But I could imagine that you wouldn't even have that diagnosis And could still struggle with this because, you know, first of all, Elon Musk isn't helping it with all the simulation conversation, Um, which I do believe in, by the way. I do believe there's some truth to a simulation. I just don't think we need to go wide with that. People aren't prepared for that. Yeah.
0: And what's what's the benefit? It's like like,
2: a war of the worlds. Right. Was it that like caused mass hysteria and people just going nuts because they thought it was real. Like we live in a world where I watch the bachelor. I can tell you where every cut is. I can tell you what um, sort of Franken bites exist. Like, you know, Oh, that's definitely someone saying yes in another clip, but they're using it here. I can hear that. Right. A lot of people can't. And I forget when I'm, you know, on Reddit or something and some, you know, in a bachelor forum or wherever I am, and people are talking about this shit, like it's potentially real. And it's like homegirl, she wasn't even on the group date. Right. <laughs> if they, you pay close attention. You know, yeah, it's they, very they,
0: they use those can I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. They use those canned reactions all the time where they're like they'll they'll have one girl say something and then they'll shoot to a clip of another girl reacting. She could be she's reacting to something that happened at a totally different time.
2: Like not to bring it back to the Kardashians again, but if you've ever watched an episode of that show, there is maybe seven minutes tops of like active conversation in an episode. Yeah. And the rest of it is all talking head interviews with just overlaid reaction shots, like where they're just looking at each other, eating salad back and forth, Um, which, and you know, is really, it's, it's amazing that they're able to create that. I mean, look what they've done for themselves, but I can imagine it's super confusing for people, especially when there's so many conspiracies out there. The world is just riddled with them, oh yeah. now, poor Helen's getting roped in. It's a lot yes.
0: it is it is um it is it, I'm surprised it's not more prevalent, but it does it does bring to mind something for me as someone that in his life has partaken has made trips to the psychedelic realm mm. sometimes you know you're outdoors, you're appreciating nature, how beautiful the world is, how just things you haven't noticed about the world and i don't know if this has ever happened to you malls but i've i've spoken to other people about it mm. sometimes sometimes you look up at the sky and it might be dusk or it might just have gotten dark and you look up and it almost looks like the world above you is domed, like the sky is domed. And sometimes, oh honey, even...
2: that's the smog in in California.
0: <laughs> right, it could be that. It could be that. <laughs> it's, but also, it could be a clear night, and you look up, and you can almost see like a grid pattern above you in the sky. And you're like, "What is this? Like, is this real? What's happening? Are are we living in a simulation? Is is somebody watching?" watching us is this is this a game that somebody's playing that they're in control like you have these thoughts I'm surprised in the world we live in now where literally everybody has a reality show going in their pocket at all times that this that most people don't have this Truman show psychosis or whatever it's maybe
2: called. we do you know yeah. obviously we're not in the more extreme categories I mean God imagine going into I can see that for myself going into a police station being like I surrender Please yeah. stop the show, like just put me yes. in jail. like I could absolutely, yeah, no, I don't think we're far from that, but no, I think we absolutely live in a in a world um that allows for a lot of delusion and also I, I think, yeah, I think it facing confronting the fact that we are definitely not alone in this universe, we are. Definitely probably the least important <laughs> in yes. the multi, multi-universes. And the fact that we all walk around worrying about paying bills and all this shit. Yes. <laughs> we could have literally never done any of this. Like we could be so simple right now. We could be farming. I'm and listen, yes. I'm so I'm so fulfilled by getting to create stuff and being online all fucking day that I don't care if this is how I die. I really don't because I take such great enjoyment in absorbing information like a a freak, but like kind of only half ass. I enjoy that so much that I'm fine with it. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, a. this whole thing's like fake, you know for right. sure. It is. This whole thing is, is totally fake, and no, no wonder kids have questions about Helen Keller. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely true. Like I don't, I don't blame them one bit. Uh, okay, Moss, should we wrap up? I feel like this was
2: an XXL episode, but you guys, we're pumped that we're going to be doing this show. We'll be here every single Tuesday. Brian, thank you for for doing this show with me. I'm so pumped.
0: Absolutely. It was a blast. Let's do it again next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a Solid Listen podcast.
2: If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air, as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid listen.
0: Find us on Twitter and Instagram under Trend Lightly Pod. Send us submissions and feedback at trendlightlypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. Trend.